0: Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one way ticket towards the mind blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, 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 my gorgeous, gorgeous podcast listeners, welcome back to Higher Self and I. How the devil are you? How is your week going? Happy Tuesday if you are currently listening to this on a Tuesday, or happy any other day if it is any other day. I am again very excited as I always say, for this podcast, um, because this is actually one of the questions that came through on a question poll that I put out on Instagram from when I did the rebrand. Now, I was very much talking about the identity shifts that I've made, really stepping into the next level CEO of my business what that looked like and how I did that and how that helped me and how that's helped my life and my health and my finances and my friendships and my relationships and I really wanted to answer it. So one of the questions that I got asked was what daily tasks do I do to shift my identity as a CEO? I thought this was an amazing question. And I most definitely am going to be answering it in today's podcast. But actually, before we get on to the daily tasks, I wanted to have a look at shifting your identity in, as a whole, because I think it, it really does, the daily tasks become part of it, but really having a look at the identity is very important as well. Now I'm going to use the word CEO during this podcast, but if that doesn't resonate with you, replace it with a title that does, whether that's female entrepreneur, whether that's businesswoman, whether that's uh solopreneur, whether that's freelancer, whatever you want to do, just really stepping into that highest version of you, of your business, you running the business like a badass bot, boss. <laughs> we don't like that phrase, do we? But yes, Really tapping into that. So replace CEO with whatever you want to talk about. But for me, and again, I know it's always very personal. CEO really encompasses who I want to be in the business if you listen to some of the podcasts before um you've probably heard me talk about Karen Brady uh, about Stephen Bartlett all of these people who I look up to um who really step into this Marie folio, those sort of people and I see them as pure CEOs of their business of their company of whatever they're doing and really standing in that so it really resonates for me hence why I talk about it in that way um um, but yeah, so talking about the shifts, I think really having a look at the identity shifting is something that has been probably the most important for me in my business. And this comes back to higher self, because the identity that I hold as my higher self is was very different to, let's say, the identity of Becky 2020 when she first started her business. And really getting aware of who that is, what she is, what she feels like, what she does, how she does things. And there's been many freebies that I've put out in the past, you know, working on your higher self and what your higher self looks like. I will pop it in the show notes as well if you haven't downloaded that before it will be there for you to download again. Um, But really kind of understanding what that is on on an identity level. Now, when we have, um, when I do any work with my one-to-ones, whether it be my intensives, my six months, however you work with me from a one-to-one capacity, we always work on identity because we truly want to shift into the people that we want to become, And we can only do that by knowing who that person is, right? If we don't know who they are or what that looks like, it has complete lack of clarity of where we're heading. And the subconscious mind wants the path of least resistance. It wants to know how you're going to hold yourself in that space, how it's going to be safe, how it's going to look for you. And I think really having that understanding of what that is not down to like the minute detail we we never need to go that far but really understanding that as an identity level is really important so when I'm going through it with my clients we actually go through something called the six logical levels which I have spoke about on my stories before I've spoke about a couple of times Um, it's an NLP technique neuro-linguistic programming which is one of the tools that I use with my clients and in the business And basically goes through six logical levels. Now, the very first level is environment. The second level is behavior. The third is capabilities. The fourth is values and beliefs. The fifth is identity. And then the sixth is like the vision, the the mission, the spirituality type of, of part. So identity, when we actually look at it, is fifth. So that means that having a look at my environment is very important so I can move up to how I behave, so I can move up to my capabilities, so I can move up to my values and beliefs and then that's where we hit identity. So there's a lot of things that come with the identity changes that you're making. It's not just how you're thinking and feeling, it's a lot of other things around you. Now you know how you think and feel has a direct response on how you behave and how you act but actually environment is very important. How you behave is very important. How you learn or take on or nourish your mind or invest or, you know, whatever that is to get to the next level is very important. Then obviously the beliefs that hold the identity that you're at. So I've been doing a lot of work on that myself, you know, even my um, nine day NLP master's, they, that was huge for this logical level, and really seeing of what that was, that what that is, and what the identity is. So, identity shifting does not come overnight, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say, and it comes from you doing work on yourself and becoming very self-aware and becoming very known as to why you're doing the things that you're doing. This is exactly what I help my clients to do: really create that awareness around that, so you can start moving through. So, every time we're shifting identity or moving identity, we obviously have to create that safety around where we're going next. So, when you're looking at stepping into the identity of a CEO, that might look very different from me to you. It might look very different from you to your clients. It might look very different from them clients to their clients. And actually you standing and and being in the identity of you and not having the external pressure to be anything other than what you want to be is very important. So my version of CEO looks organized. My version of CEO looks powerful. My version of CEO looks excited. My version of CEO looks on top of everything and really understanding where we're going next, we're forward thinking. And that really had to start coming into my business. So one of the very first things that I wrote when I wrote some notes for the podcast was the daily tasks that I do to shift my identity is organization. Because I believe that if you're running a business as you are the CEO, not only do you need to know and preempt and really understand what's coming up, we also need to let our team know, we also need to let the people around us know, we need to be warming our audience up by a certain amount of time. So when the organization isn't there, that's when we start to get stressed or in that desperate energy or we start to get... um, scrappy is something that a lot of my clients say when they first work with me. And I think organization is really one of the key points that really shifted for me when I stepped into that CEO identity. Now that looked like organization with my finances, tracking everything, incomings, outgoings, reoccurring revenue, um, what I've made from cash, what I made from uh, revenue, you know, whatever that looks like. We've got a big click up uh, set up thanks to my OBM Bree, who again supported me in that organization to really understand where the business was going what I was signing, you know, who I was signing more of, was it one-to-ones, was it group, was it, you know, really getting a clear idea on what that looks like and actually really stepping into that which quite frankly was very scary for me to step into. And I love that I've had this experience myself. This was way back um, before we started 2022, but a lot of the clients that come in and work with me don't track their financials, have quite a lot of money mindset around tracking their finances um, and feel very scrappy in their organization. So when we have a look at that and you know, most of the time we don't track the finances that my clients haven't tracked their finances which I believe you can't be calling yourself a CEO if you don't know what's coming in and what's going out. And quite frankly, hey, I was there too. Like I am not calling you out right now. I was there, but actually knowing and preempting and really being able to see that was a huge identity shift and a huge identity shift with my clients. What I also find with the the, the organization around finances is it allows you to up level a lot quicker and hold a lot more money because you feel in control. One of the biggest beliefs that I see is I'm an awful money manager I you know money just slips through my hands I don't ever see it all of these beliefs behind that organization behind you being the CEO of your business is is hindering that next level of your success so I really had to look at that identity part of me the money identity which I've spoke about before and I will definitely be doing some more podcasts around money coming into the new year but you know I um had a really bad experience with money as as a child my dad had a very bad accident when I was very young which meant that we lost a lot of things and suffered um from from a financial aspect and I picked up a lot of beliefs around that point in that I wasn't good with money and that I do throw it away all of the beliefs that I just said I also had myself so the organization part is really important for me and carries on to be really important not only in the finances But it's also really important in marketing, you know, if I don't know what's coming up next and I'm on a whim and I'm like, you know, one day being like, hmm, let's put a deal out and then, you know, I then have to create the whole thing and have my team and it's stressful. I don't want that. Like I want to be able to be present for my clients. I want to be able to show up on my stories, the things that I love doing. So how can I be as organized as I can be back end, which is really going to give me that focus front end? So one of the biggest things, first of all, that I do within the daily tasks of shifting the identity is that organization. Who is the CEO of your business and how is she organized in whatever area that is? You know, one of my clients at the moment um, is, is a single mom and she needs help with the organization of walking the dog and having the food prepped and getting to the gym. So we really looked at the organization around that, which in turn supports her business tenfold because the energy that she has from actually eating a meal is so much more important um, than <laughs> trying to organize her finances right now. So we've focused on that for the moment. We still organize the finances, but you, know, you can see where the organization needs to be in you to fully step into that person that you need to be, and sometimes it is outsourcing. You know, Bree is a godsend in my business. She keeps the organisation in, in like intact, very much, um, very much like me in having everything broken down and very macro, and break, breaking it down to micro um, things that we're doing in the business. And I'm very masculine in the way that I work anyway. So I've always been good with a plan and give me an action and give me a whiteboard and I'll be your girl, you know? So how can you bring in that support around you? Just like I said with my client, you know, it was meal preps and dog walks and things that were outside of the business, but they were still having a massive impact on her life in the business. So that was her identity shift as a CEO to really go, you know what? this isn't working in my in my business right now, and this is having a knock-on effect with me, so I'm gonna do something about it. Really stepping into that. Number two is the mindset work. Of course, of course, you know I was going there. <laughs> Which all identity shifting is very much supported by the mindset work, and then obviously the action that you take from the mindset work you do. But me as a CEO now... And holding the amount of money that I've made this year or the amount of money that I'll make next year looks very different to the Becky of 2020. And having the mindset work and really kind of valuing that is so important to me, as you know, (laughs) it is my jam, but it's really important because we constantly have to have beliefs that support the identity that we're shifting into because the belief of I'll never make it um, the belief, I'm just trying to think of beliefs that I used to have in 2020, the belief of this is never going to happen for me, the belief of I'm so shit with marketing, the belief of why is everyone else succeeding and I'm not, the belief of, uh, I'm never going to sign a client again, the belief of why can't I hold this money, this feels scary, let me just spend it all at once and never have to deal with it again, you know, all of those beliefs that I had back in 2020, would not have held me in the space that I've held myself this year and beyond. So really looking at shifting that identity now. It's very it's a very easy exercise that you can do and I'll kind of go into it and explain it now that will really help you to see these beliefs. So what I want you to do is I want to I want you to grab a piece of paper as and when you can if you need to pause the episode pause it now to grab a piece of paper or come back to this kind of have a look what time you're on. And I want you to grab a piece of paper and write down all of the beliefs, limiting beliefs, negative beliefs, negative thoughts, ego thoughts that you're having right now. Now, I do this in two ways. First of all, you can do it across um, like a holistic look at your life and the beliefs that you have. So it means across the board in everything Or the way that I do it is I actually split it into each section. So we kind of go into the wheel of life. So I will have a finance, a health, a romance, a friendship, a fun, um, you know, all of the categories across. And I will write down the beliefs that are coming up for me again and again and again and again. Write them down, but leave about three lines between them each because we're going to write new beliefs underneath. So when you're writing them down, this is the identity that you're currently living at. You know, this is the beliefs that you're currently feeling. This is the beliefs that are so thick and strong for you right now, right here, right in this moment. Get them all down. Whether it's, I'm not good enough, I'm never going to make this, my business is failing, I'm flailing, (laughs) whatever you are, you know, whatever belief that is, get them all down. And if you're doing it in the kind of sections, again, get them down in the sections depending on where you're at you might find that you've got more belief for one section than the other. Now, what I want you to do is now we've got those beliefs down in black and white, you can start to see how that's not going to serve you to get to the next level. That's not going to serve you to step into the identity that you wanted to be. That's not going to serve you to step and have that up level to whatever that looks like in your business. So we need to find, we need to get curious, we need to search for beliefs that actually are going to take us there. Now, I always say this, it might not be the opposite belief. It might not be like, I'm not enough, I am good enough. You might not believe that yet. So I want you to really tap into a belief that feels more true to you today. So a belief that is the next step up from that belief, a belief that is going to empower you to move forwards rather than pull you to move back. And I want you to write it underneath the belief in a different color. So I'm going to actually pause this podcast and I'm going to go and get my book. Um, I think I've got the book from 2020 and I can show you a few things that I wrote down. Hello, I'm back. And it's almost like I never went away because I pressed pause. So I found um, one of the exercises, it, I'd done this exact exercise I'd actually done, um, let me see. I had done business beliefs, I had done health beliefs, I had done money beliefs, I'd done relationship beliefs, and that was it. So I kind of split it up into this. So when I was going through, I just basically let put my pen to paper and just allowed my mind to bring the beliefs in that are currently here so i'm going to do and show you a couple of my money beliefs it's hard to make money it's hard to keep money money feels hard i am so rubbish with money i have no control over money money fucks people up i don't deserve to make a lot of money i'm addicted to the struggle money makes me worried. So all of these were just completely riffing from my subconscious mind of beliefs that had come up for me. Underneath, I then wrote beliefs that I could step into as a new identity. So my belief in black pen was, it's hard to make money. My belief underneath in pink pen that I was ready to step into is, making money gets to feel easy. I decide this feeling. So with that language, it didn't feel too far away because I use, it actually gets to feel easy and I decide. So I brought that back into my own place, my own feelings, my own higher self identity. And now I can step into that belief. I'll give you another one. Money feels hard was the belief the new belief I decided was, I decide how money feels. Now, like I said, that's not going from money feels hard to money feels easy, because it didn't feel easy to me at that point. But I decide how money feels, again, brings the ball back into my court from my ego. I'll give you one more example. I have no control over money. New belief I decide how I feel with money. So again, you can see how money was making me lose control, be completely outside of myself. And these beliefs brought it back into me and how I felt around the money. So once you've got all the new beliefs underneath, I want you to then start a new page where you just write the new beliefs out that signature of the mind writing them out getting them on a piece of paper signing it into your subconscious mind is so powerful and if you want to take that a step further you can actually then put those new affirmations into an affirmation app um, you know you could record them yourself so there's an affirmation app that i use and i and i get my clients to use called think up i will put it in the show notes and you basically get to, to put in your own affirmations and you get to record them yourself and then they play back to you with some gorgeous music. It's very, very nice. So this is really building that new identity. But we really need to know who she is before we build. You know, just like I said at the beginning, really getting clear on who she is, what she feels, how she thinks, what she's doing. And then you can have a look at your beliefs now versus your beliefs to get you there because we're we're matching that together so I can look at that and I looked at that back in 2020 and said okay so my new belief is I decide how money feels so if I was the CEO of my business who decides how money feels what would she do how would she behave with money what could I do right now to decide how money feels for me and then that's where the action comes from within your business to make the next step let's just go to some business beliefs as well i'm sure there's some good ones in here um <laughs> no one is listening that old chestnut <laughs> that old chestnut of a belief i i actually put the belief underneath people are always watching and listening because this is so true you never know who is watching and listening and I still remind myself of this to this day because there's so many of you out there that binge the podcast that have probably never even told me that you do um and I love that you know like you're you're out there you are listening and how can I really step into that so people are always watching and listening imagine turning up to your business with that belief rather than no one's listening very, very different. So you can see where that goes with that. So I want you to try that that um, little exercise out. So grab yourself a piece of paper, you can split it up into the sections of your life or you can just work on one, get down all the beliefs that are currently sitting in your subconscious at the moment, things that come up when you just put pen to paper, what are my limiting beliefs around this? And then underneath, put yourself a belief that you believe to be the next step or the next best thinking thought really step into that so organization is number one mindset work number two really knowing what the beliefs are what the beliefs you're moving into and what that looks like really stepping into that that's when you can start being as if acting as if and then the the third one for me was the routine your daily routine because it's a daily task, right? It's daily tasks I do to shift my identity as a CEO, and it does become a daily task. Now, whether that's morning routine, evening routine, things that you do in your business, whatever that might be, this is where that acting as if really truly comes to life. So for me, my morning routine is very important, whether that's the gym, journaling, breath work, um, Meditation, like I won't do all of them. Some days I will do all of them, but just having that list of things that I know my higher self is doing, I know that CEO is doing and taking care of herself and really stepping into that and making sure I'm doing that because I want to be practicing what I preach and I want to be doing the work as well as my clients doing the work. So, what does that routine look like for you? What would that be as the identity of CEO? What would that feel like for you? And putting that in, putting that in place, I spoke about this on stories a while back. Um, One of my clients wants a $3 million business in the next couple of years. And actually we had to ask the question, what does $3 million, my client's name, show up like, be like, um, take responsibility for? And I actually set her a task, which you can do too, where I wanted her to show up as $3 million client name for the whole week. And every time that she did something that she believed $3 million wouldn't do, she would write it down. Every time she did something that $3 million wouldn't, uh, would do, she wrote it down. And we collated this information of things that, loopholes that we need to close and things that we need to enhance, because you never truly know that new identity until you've stepped into it, that's the be as if, you know, that's the most powerful, powerful exercise that you can do in your life, is turn on that imagination, turn on that being, turn on that playing, turn on that you fully encompassing that already, because that's going to raise the energy, it's going to raise the vibrations, your reticular activated system is going to start viewing things in that way oh okay maybe we can do this what about this opportunity we didn't reply back to that email you've got all of these things coming into your RAS that are really going to help rather than you sitting there thinking this is never going to happen so i hope this podcast has helped i know it's been a little bit all over the place but i've obviously got a lot to say on this um but those are a couple of shifts that i made and really have helped towards stepping into that CEO, and I'm on to the next level, and on to the next level, and on to the next level, and I think more than anything, it's creating that safety around you moving into that, because there is right now safety for you to stay in the old beliefs, there's safety for you to stay stuck, there's safety for you to enjoy the struggle, just like I said on my beliefs, because. I enjoyed the struggle for a very long time so we need to make sure that the safety in moving into that next level too so I hope you've enjoyed this podcast if you have please leave a review or a rating Um, drop into my dms tell me the parts that you liked or share it on stories I absolutely love love being in your ears every single Tuesday and I'll see you on the next episode lots of love Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.